TogiNet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or even more. I give you the opportunity to go look at their hotel fees and take advantage of their cost savings. Please go to www.bestradiotravel.com. Check them out. I think you'll be pleased. Welcome to Second Wind with Joyce Buford, a program for and about women. Joyce Buford is a certified coach and motivational speaker who has a passion for helping women who need a second win. She is the author of the Amazon bestseller, Effortless Happiness, How to Find Your Voice and Finally Ask for What You Really Want. She studied directly with her mentor, Jack Canfield, and is a fully certified coach in his program. Also, she has served as an assistant in his training programs. Through her study with many prestigious coaches and mentors, she has created a powerful program that has positively impacted thousands of people. On today's program, Joyce and her guests will help you to get your second wind. Now here's your host, Joyce Buford. Good morning. I'm so glad you're here. We have lots of good things to talk about today, as as I always love to talk with you all. But to share what I have with my guest is absolutely fabulous. I think you're going to really enjoy my guest this morning. She's all the way in California from Texas. We're talking, but she's a Texas girl that was relocated. <laughs> so we give you that plus minute. Anyway, thank you for being here today. I want to share with you something that I have going on with me this come this next week. And as you know, my program, although my my podcast is about second wind, I like to think of it as the second wind for my clients, which are women that are rebuilding their life after divorce. And so I am having a master class next week. In that master class, we're going to talk about all sorts of things, but it's called How to Five Secrets to Getting Past Your Divorce with Courage and Confidence. How to Stop the Craziness and the Overwhelm of Divorce. Now, with more than 50% of all marriages ending in divorce, I know that if you are not the listener that that applies to, that you do have friends that could possibly benefit from this master class. If you do, then I am really kind of asking you to pass this on, pass the message on to your friends. To be able to get the sign up for this master class, you need to go to JoyceBufordEmpowers.com. There you will sign up and leave your name for the freebie that I offer you there. And then your name is put on an email list. And from there, you receive everything. But what I really want you to receive is the master class. And so that you can help some woman benefit from the transition. The master class, of course, is free. So uh, it's another way for that woman that's making that transition that is absolutely craziness. I know I've been there, and I was so inspired by my delay and my my fumbling around to recover and move on with my life 
that I wanted to create something for that woman um, to help her transition to be easier and smoother and uh, less chaotic. So please share that information. I'll tell you about this again in the show so that you may grab a pencil and write this down, but I'm relying on you to help me spread the word. So let me tell you about my guest today. I'm so excited that she's with us. Her name is Dr. Mignette. Okay. Right and done. Right and done. Um, How'd I do, Minette? <laughs> it, it's, uh, we'll, we'll just try one more time. It's Minette Riordan. And I know it's tricky. And thank you so much for um, working on getting it right. I so appreciate it. Oh, thank you, Minette. But anyway, she is a modern day Renaissance woman, artist, writer, award winning entrepreneur, an advocate for creativity as essential to the well-being of all people in our planet. She has built several successful businesses, worked with thousands of business owners, and published three books, including her bestseller, The Artful Marketer. Oh, and we all need marketing. Yes. (laughs) Minette is the founder of Confident Creative Framework, a simple and effective transformational process for helping others to own their artistry. She believes that when we are all working in our highest and best creative genius, I love that, I love that, I love that, we can solve all the world's problems. Welcome, Mignette. Thank you so much for having me today. I'm delighted to be here. You know, you you use some of my favorite words in your intro. I love creativity. I love the word genius. Mm -hmm. I just um, resonate so with that. Not because I, I totally accept my, I, I had a belief about genius as being somebody with, you know, the IQ off the charts, but I believe we all have a genius. That's how I've looked at it. It's some of my past work. So I'm all excited about this the words that you have here and what you're going to tell us about creativity. Mm-hmm. So what is it? Do you believe that we all have creativity? We came with creativity or we develop creativity? Yes. To all of that. That's oh. um, such a, such a great question. So I believe, actually I don't believe I know for a fact mm-hmm. That we are all creative. As a species on this planet, we all have the seeds of creative genius within us, and it looks different for everyone. The problem is, is that most of us conflate creativity with making art, and we need to untangle those two things so that we can really start to see the ways that we are creative. My husband is a software engineer. He's a programmer. He's so Mm -hmm. creative in that language. Scientists Mm -hmm. are creative. Mm -hmm. It took creativity to get man to the moon, right? So we're (laughs) all creative. And at the same time, there are aspects of creativity that are skills that anyone can develop and master. But first, I think the biggest thing is that we just have to remember that we're creative and let go of some of the 
creativity scars and the stories that we were told as children about not being good enough at a particular activity, art form, or sport even, that we've just forgotten how really, truly amazing and divine that we all are. And as a species, creativity is the thing that makes us unique. Yeah. It's almost like it's free thinking. Could you use Mm -hmm. that with creativity? It's about free thinking. Free thinking, and there's a whole movement right now called design thinking, but it's about Uh ideation, innovation, creativity at its foundation is really about problem solving. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm curious, is it that we, as young babies, when we come into the world, is it the the need for the adaptation and the the family that we move into that causes our creativity to be hushed or quieted? So, or is it the schooling or is it all of it? It's all of it. I know. I think, but, I think it's all of it. I think a lot yeah. of times it's our, our peers as, as children, right? When you're sitting in the yeah. classroom and you're drawing a picture and you show your you know, best friend sitting next to you, look at my amazing horse, and they laugh, yeah. and they go, oh, my God, that's a terrible horse. And oh, that's so right. Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. We so want to be right. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> that's so true. We want to be right. I was just talking to my husband this morning about, you know, a conversation he had at work about some areas for growth and improvement in his in his skills and you know, those conversations we do, we want to be right. And to me, I think that, you know, the thing that has really helped me on my own creative journey is letting go of being right and also letting go of being good, right? I am on oh, a journey. Yes. I'm, I'm, on a, I'm on a path to getting better all the time. I don't want to be uh-huh. good. I want to be great. I want to be in my <laughs> genius, right? And that yes. doesn't happen uh-huh. overnight. You know, I uh-huh. think we, we have to also own that we have to work for this. Like, I bet you remember your first podcast was a lot different than your podcast today are, right? It's a journey and we get better and better all the time. (laughs) Oh, you are so lucky you got me after five years. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. (laughs) I was visiting with some friends and talking about, they were new acquaintances and I was trying to encourage them to maybe listen to my podcast. And I said, I have five years. And I said, no, no, only go back three. <laughs> because <laughs> the first two were like, learn, 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 you know. Yeah, uh, and even that, still, it's life, a learning. Right? I think that's just life, right? That, um, you know, we don't, we're not birthed into the world uh, uh-huh. as masters. We're birthed into the world as beginners. And we have yeah. to be willing to put the time in. And I think where I see people get really frustrated in their journey, whether it's empowerment, life transition, personal development, or professions and careers, it's that they're not willing to put the effort in on the path to mastery. And it's the path that matters, not the destination. Ah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, you know, I think we all, I, I want to share, if I if I may, Manette, I want to share a little story that I just had yesterday that I just out of the out of the caverns of my body came forth mm-hmm. yesterday. It's about creativity. I won't go into the whole thing, but I was at a workshop. We were broken down into groups. We were supposed to make little plays to p- present about 
mind blocks and things like that. And every, there were maybe eight people and everybody was taken apart, taken apart. I was one of the last and all the parts had really been taken. And so I just out of the caverns and I would say caverns of my brain, my body, wherever that came from, I have no idea, but I spoke up and I said, I'm going to be the, the curtain. And they, Mm. every one of them looked at me and said, what? What? Mm. (laughs) With all the confidence in the world, I don't even know where I found it. It said, the curtain, every stage needs a curtain. It was so funny. But moving quickly to the end, I was so, I was applauded so much for that. I can't Mm. tell you how, how I was on a high. I mean, it was yeah. sort of like I just threw myself out there, and and it, I they even pulled me back up and asked me to do it again because I opened and closed <laughs> with my arms and sang mm. and did all this. But it was, uh, but it was a moment that gave me so much pride and joy, and yet I risk without even. I mean, it was like I, I knew. It was yeah. very strange for me. Um, I don't usually do that in a group, or at that time I didn't, for sure. Yeah, Mm. sure. You know what occurs to me? What occurs to me in listening to that beautiful story was, first of all, just totally trusting your own intuitive knowing to say Mm -hmm. that. But when you Mm -hmm. think about the role of a curtain and, and you get to pull back the curtain and close the curtain, isn't that the beautiful work that you do with women? is helping them oh, to open the curtain yes. to their life. What a beautiful metaphor for how you support women on their journey is pulling back the curtain so that they can see themselves and see the way forward. Oh, I like that. You may see that. I like that. <laughs> Thank <Good>. you. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Well, I know you have stories of of life-changing moments. And I wonder if you might share one of those that really turned you in a different direction or introduced you to a new challenge that molded and shaped your life. Mm. There's so Mm -hmm. many of them. You know, the birth of my kids, uh, the death of my stepfather, um, the death of my grandmother was a big one for me. And I'm, but I want to share one that really changed the entire course of my life over the last decade. And it's kind of a, it seems something so small that had such a huge impact. And I think the point of the story is that sometimes we think these moments of transition have to be loud and earth shattering and sometimes mm-hmm. they're subtle and we have to pay attention. Mm-hmm. I was reading an art blog a decade ago and I stumbled mm-hmm. across an article about this form of art called Zen Tangle, which is this beautiful meditative form of drawing. And I like fell into the page in awe and I immediately started down the path of what is this? How can I learn it? Uh, I hired someone to come give me private classes in my office in Plano, Texas, because I wanted to learn it. A couple of years later, I went to uh, Rhode Island and to Providence, Rhode Island, and became a certified Zen Tangled teacher. And it started me on the whole path to reclaiming my own creativity. And it's the simplest form of black and white meditative drawing repetitive patterns that is this powerful process 
that allowed me to remember how creative I was. And remembering how creative I was also gave me confidence to let go of a business in Texas that I no longer loved. Serving me. It gave me the the courage to walk away from 13 years of raising kids and community and being fully supported in community and transplanting myself and my husband and my kids from Plano, Texas to Santa Barbara, California, all Hmm. because I stumbled across this one blog. So, you know, we say, where do these insights and intuitions and transitional moments come from? They come from everywhere. And that, and I still, um, to this day, we'll sit in front of the TV at night and do my Zentangle art because I love it. It's the one form of art making that stuck with me. And what that's evolved into is it transformed my coaching career as someone who works with other creatives. It transformed the way I do business coaching is very playful, and there's lots of art making involved in the business coaching It got me to the point where I went from saying I'm a hobbyist to saying I'm an artist who sells my art, and I started selling my paintings. And so that one tiny little thing had a huge, huge impact on my own reclaiming of my creative genius. Mm -hmm. Mm, I love that. Could you spell Ventingle? Sure. It's Zen, like, you know, Zen meditation, V-E-N. And then tangle, like like your hair is all tangled, T-A-N-G-L-E. And they have a beautiful website, Um, Mm zentangle.com. It is quite a global phenomenon at this point. They've literally trained thousands and thousands of people around the globe to facilitate classes and workshops in this Mm. meditation. And and the couple, the founders, um, I I love them. They're they're lovely, lovely people. Maria Thomas and Rick Roberts, super mm-hmm. creative themselves. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, and that went on to lead me, I have five other coaching, creative coaching certifications all around, you know, different aspects of using creativity as a, and creative process as a tool for just getting to the depths of knowing who we are and bypassing our thinking mind to go straight to our heart to really get clear about what's keeping us stuck and in the way. Yeah. So you use several different, um, different, um, hmm, what am I trying to say, modes of helping somebody move and discover their creativity? Yes. Yes. Lots of different ones, like collage, then tangle, um, just uh, like forms of intuitive painting where you just give people paper and paint and you just put color on the page to get over mm-hmm. the fear of, the, of that blank page. Uh, lots of writing and journaling as well. And mm-hmm. I find that no matter what it is that we're doing in our lives, we all benefit from more creative play. And in fact, what I've been experiencing myself this year is how much the last year was in many ways a year of greeting for me with changes in my business, changes in my life, learning to let go of things. Um, mm-hmm. working through relationship issues or with my, my relationship with my mom, which are all about me and not about my wonderful mom. They're totally about me. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, so working, working through that as, as well. So there was a lot of grieving and creative process was the thing that really helped me get through that. So lots of collage, lots of writing, um, and just lots of just allowing myself to pour emotions and feelings onto the page. I, and when the Me Too movement came out, I did huge paintings of, you know, all the sort of 
dismay and anger and rage, all the pent-up feelings, we can use art as a way to pour all of that out. And when Mm. we release that kind of grief and that raw emotion from our bodies through the physical act of creation, we get Mm -hmm. to the other side a lot quicker than we might if we're trying to think our way through it or talk our way through it. Yeah. Um, I was surprised a few years ago in from another interview um, that the woman shared with me that we grieve over so many things. It's not just grandmother dying or mother dying or it's not just around death. It's almost like an end of things. It's the end of things or the transition of things. And I know you probably feel very much and speak a lot on that about the process of grieving and allowing how important it is to grieve. Uh, when when I sold my publishing company in Texas and, you know, moved across country, I was completely unprepared for the depth of the grief that I experienced. Um, mm-hmm. I was in a new place where I didn't know anyone. I didn't have community. My kids were struggling to adapt mm-hmm. to being in this new place. But what I was really grieving was the loss of my identity. I had been very well known in my community. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I built this big publishing company. I'd won lots of awards. I was very active in all kinds of different organizations, had built big networking groups. I had had done a lot in the time that I was there, and all of a sudden, I didn't know who I was. And I think that's sometimes the, the core of grief, whether it's divorce, loss of a loved one, career transition getting, you know, laid off or let go from a job. Like, I think that that grief is at its core about our loss of our sense of self. It is. It is. I know that when I retired from, I was a, for five years, was a director of a children's museum in Tyler. And I had such, I had wonderful cards. I loved my cards. They were so Mm. fun and playful. (laughs) When I retired, I do, not near the magnitude of your large company and all that, but there, even with my little adjustment, that was an adjustment. Mm-hmm. And five years is a lot. You invested a lot of love in that, right? And a lot of Yo, care. Yeah, I did. Yeah. 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 So there's a lot to grieve. It's not about size, I think. It's about how much energy we've given to something or someone. Yes, yes. Uh, and I can see women going through divorce. Oh, my. They've lost yeah. ident- a lot of identity many times if they've not worked outside the home. You know, yeah. they've all their identities wrapped up in that home. Mm-hmm. So how yeah, do you... Empty, empty nest is another one, right? I'm getting ready to oh. be a, an, an empty nester next year. It's like a whole <laughs> different type of grieving all over again. It is. So how do you be, how will you begin your recovery or how you want to, I don't know, is it called recovery or go through your grief uh, of the empty nest? Do you have Great a question? Do you have a place where you start or uh, just how do you address that? You know, it's coming. <laughs> I do know it's coming. And so my son left two or three years ago. He's a junior in university now. So I've already, and again, like the depth of my grief surprised me. So I think I'll be more prepared this time. (laughs) And this time it's my, my baby girl, right? My daughter. And we're, we're, we're very close. Um, Mm. And I think with her, I know she'll stay in touch, right? With my son, he's very independent. I knew he would go off and 
you know, live his life and do his thing. And I wouldn't hear from him very much. My my daughter, I think one of the things is to have a clear um, plan in place for connecting with other women. That's so important to me, like not uh, being home alone, uh, having plans in place for my husband and I to travel to visit uh-huh. both of our kids, you know, we're mm-hmm. with, with kids at home in school are, we're not as free to, to travel whenever we want. And so there'll be some newfound freedom in taking off on weekends because we won't be driving three hours to band competitions, you know? So I think True. there's uh, some freedom of time that will take mm-hmm. some planning and, and we're not always really good at that, that planning for time off. Um, mm-hmm. And so, so I think looking at how how are we going to make sure that we stay connected to these two amazing human beings and to each other? And there's mm-hmm. part of me that's excited about the time that we're going to have together, which will be you know the first time in in 20 years. Well, Connor will be what 21, and so it'll be the first <laughs> time in 21 years we've had so much you know time to really spend with each other. And even though we work together for the past three years, you know, it's energetically different when there's when there's kids in the in the picture. I know. Um, well, you mentioned so it's really important. The way you'll grieve for your son is so different from the way you grieve for yes. your daughter because of the relationship. Yes. And because yes. one's male and one's female. And so yes. <laughs> it'll be a new experience. It really will. Yes. It you will. Know. And, yeah, and I think, you know, now it's like I love to spend a lot of time uh, on the weekend painting and my mm-hmm. daughter complains she loves to shop I don't love to shop you know but she complains <laughs> how my painting is just like me working and you know and, and so I've learned that the more I give myself permission to play during the week then I yes. feel like I have more energy to play with her in the way that she wants on the weekends as well and mm-hmm. I used to just sort of like I wouldn't allow myself permission to play during the week. It felt selfish. It felt like we were trying to build this business. There's so much to do. And uh, we're taking care of kids and cooking and all the things. And now (laughs) what I've learned is if I just start every day with painting. So I'm usually up pretty early. I slept until six this morning, which felt like a nice gift. But by 6.30, I had a cup of coffee and I was at the canvas. And so giving myself permission for that to be such an integrated part of my routine. So I guess a very long answer to your question is I'm already setting the stage for how I'll support myself during that process. Yeah. So you'll be doing your painting as part of your process. Would you use the uh, Vintangle or some other method as well, writing, or, or do you get yeah, such so release through the painting? I, I like all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those typical okay. creatives that if you ask me to, you know, pick just one, I don't know that I could. Um, for me, the, the, the painting serves a purpose, but, but journaling does as well. And I have yeah. a couple of different tools I use, one called Soul Collage, another one called Journey Circles, that are beautiful processes of uh, storytelling through collage work. And then that collage work combines with journaling to really allow me to just create space, you know, on, on, yeah. on the page in the journal with images and words. To, well, to we're going to take, heart. I'm going to interrupt you here and say, we're going to take a sure. short break. And when we come back, I'd like for us to talk a little bit more in detail of some of those, uh, uh, creative play methods that you're going to, uh, 
start doing. So it gives a little tease on that. <laughs> so we're going to take a short break. I want you all to be able, be sure to come back because you're going to learn more about creativity play. Motivational speaker and author Joyce Buford returns after this short break. Close your eyes and imagine living your life without limits. Where would you go? Who would you meet? What would you do? During an Uncover Your Hidden Genius session, you will discover what's keeping you from living your life with purpose, passion, and fulfillment of your potential. You'll get a clear vision of the steps you need to take to uncover your hidden genius so that you can live a life without limits. Sessions can be done over the phone, Skype, or in person. Find out more at www.JoyceBufordEmpowers.com or by calling 903-287-0747. Tokinet Radio has partnered with one of the largest travel booking engines in the world to offer savings of 15 to 30% or more on hotel booking fees through our own web portal, www.bestradiotravel.com. Discover the discount you can receive by going to bestradiotravel.com forward slash Joyce, J-O-Y-C-E, to see for yourself. This is a custom booking site for the listeners of my show through TogiNet Radio. We have negotiated special rates at over 650,000 hotels worldwide to save our customers money. Our members leverage our massive buying power to save thousands of dollars by booking with us. BestRadioTravel.com can beat the best prices offered by any other major travel booking website. Please go to BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Joyce, sign up, and enjoy the discounts. This is BestRadioTravel.com forward slash Joyce, J-O-I-C-E. Welcome back to this segment of Second Win. Joyce Buford, the author of Effortless Happiness, continues in this segment to share insights that will help you live a life of greater purpose and filled with happiness. Now here's our host, author and coach, Joyce Buford. Welcome back. We are talking with Mignette Rydendon. How'd I do? <laughs> Rydendon. How'd I do? Um today and she's talking about creativity and how bringing that back and into your into your awareness and really allowing yourself to uh tap into your creativity can be very beneficial for you in working with grief and moving through life that we just those stressful times that we come against and so Mignette, you mentioned briefly three oh excuse me I need to do this first before we get yes, back into that vignette. I'm so sorry. That's, but that's okay. It's all good. 
I have an exciting thing that I really want to share with you, and I said that I would do this. Uh, I hope you grabbed your pencil. But next Wednesday, um, October the 23rd and the 24th, I'm going to be doing a master class. The master class is called Five Secrets to Getting Past Your Divorce with Courage and Confidence. How to Stop the Craziness and Overwhelm of divorce. With divorce going up 50%, 50% of all marriages, this is indeed a crazy, crazy thing. And we need to be aware of the chaos that a woman that goes through divorce experiences. The best way you can be a great friend if you're not one of these women is to tell her about this webinar or tell her about the master class, which is given to you through a webinar. But if you will go to JoyceBufordEmpowers.com, there you can sign up, you can leave your name, and you will get the email that allows you to sign up for the uh, next Wednesday and Thursday, October the 23rd and 24th, for the live um, masterclass. You can be a real friend to somebody that is going through this time. So, if you're not experienced yourself, which I am so happy for you, but you can be a great friend to a friend and help her move through her crazy time. So, okay, Minette, thank you for that time you gave no, me. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. It sounds <laughs> amazing. Yeah, thanks. Uh, okay, tell us about some of that creative play that somebody might be able to pick up and start using. We already did the Vintangle, which was kind of interesting. They can go Google that. Uh, but uh, some other types that you use. Yeah, absolutely. So I'll share just briefly three of my favorites that are really easy to do and you do not have to know how to draw or have any particular skill or talent. This is really about play and about process, not about artistic ability. And so the first one I always love to talk about is coloring books because adult coloring books have become in the last decade a phenomenon. They linger at the top of the charts on Amazon and there's a reason why. It's a form of mindful meditation to just open a page and put color on the page. And where I hear that people get really stuck with coloring books is that they don't know what colors to pick. And so they already go into judgment just by opening the page. So my uh, challenge mm -hmm. to you is to blindly close your eyes, spread out your colored pencils or your markers or whatever, and blindly just grab three colors and use those three colors to color the image and to also pick coloring books that aren't super detailed. Some of the adult ones are so tiny detailed, they're frustrating. They take too long to color. So a yes. simple coloring book and blindly pick three colors. That would be the first one I would share. Would you say a children's coloring book? I love children's coloring books, and so I think it depends. There's some beautiful floral ones out there. Uh, mm. I personally, my, my absolute favorite, I love to color mandalas. I use mandalas a lot in my work in many different forms and mm. they're gorgeous circular designs. 
And so there's many, many mandala coloring books, which tend to be a little less detail-oriented. One of my favorite artists is a woman named Lisa Congdon, C-O-N-G-D-O-N. She has some great coloring books that have kind of bigger um, graphic images that are really fun to play with. Ah, very good. Thanks. And so the second one that I would love to share is just scribbling. And this is same thing, like put on some music, open to a page in your journal, or just grab some recycled paper that you have lying around. It doesn't matter if it has words on it or anything. Lay out your colors, crayons, colored pencils, or markers are a great way to start. Just randomly choose two to three colors that maybe kind of match the mood that you're in and just start making marks on paper. You're not trying to draw anything in particular. There's something magical that happens that helps us release energy. And Mm. I oftentimes will have clients do this twice. And the first time you color out stress. So you pick colors that to you feel like you're stressed and then you make marks on the paper. And so they might be big, jagged, you know, pointy marks, or they might be round tornadoes, circular marks. There's no right or wrong here. And then mm-hmm. on a new page, color in joy. Put on some of your favorite music, pick three new colors, and color in joy. And this is so incredibly calming to our systems, and it can help instantly shift our mindset. When we're going through grief or we're having to make difficult decisions or we're in transition and we can't see our way forward, if we just allow our minds a moment to rest and color, usually we're able to then shift enough to see what our next action step is. It's a simple, Mm -hmm. effective 10-minute tool for shifting your mindset, shifting your energy, and helping you to figure out what your next step is. I love that. Do you – there are two separate papers, one for stress. Stress, stress and one for joy. For anger, stress, yeah, anger, yeah. Um, frustration, whatever you're feeling, and one for joy. I usually do it in my journal because I love to write. I might write uh, first and uh-huh. um, write all over the page about how I'm feeling and what I want more of and then color all over the top of it. So I combine those two a lot in my journal. But also, like, um, you know, we get so much garbage in the mail these days. And I like to figure out ways to recycle it and not waste paper. So you could take Ah. some of your recycled, annoying things that you're getting in the mail and color them, right? So there's all kinds of things, magazine pages. People, they they kind of freak out, Joyce, but I like to color in my books. I take old books and draw and color on book pages (gasps) as well. Oh, my gosh, the librarian is probably turning over. (laughs) But you know what? It it, it, um, Those books are just sitting there gathering dust. And and every time I buy new paper, it's connected to trees and trees being cut down. So I'm a big fan of looking for things that we can recycle. So coloring and coloring books, um, using blank paper or, you know, junk paper to color on, that would be one and two. And then the third one that I love to share, and this may be a little spiritual for some people, but I find it's really soothing, is to have a written conversation with God, Spirit, the Divine, whatever your uh, preferred choice is, and literally to do some stream of consciousness free writing and write at the top of the page what it is that you're struggling with, and then Mm -hmm. just allow the answers to flow from your pen. And when we 
connect to that infinite source of creation that is the God in us and the God there to support us, we can often move through the things that are challenging us to get more clarity. So it's another one of my favorite creative tools Mm -hmm. if people don't like the coloring is to use writing in your journal and to free write and be in dialogue with God. Yeah, I like that. Um, Now, do you do one of these practices or a version like this every day? Um, I do some version of creative play every day, whether that painting, drawing, writing, uh, working with collage. But yes, it's part of my, I have kind of a pretty solid morning routine that really jumpstarts my day that includes art making and walking outside. Uh, To me, getting outside in nature is a creative act as well that really inspires and nourishes me physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And Mm. But yes, I do something creative every single day. And I love to scribble in my journal. It feels really good. Mm -hmm. I love to write first (laughs) and then either just draw or paint over the the top of the scribble. Oh, yes. Now, do you do you do workshops or gatherings uh, to teach um, this? Yeah, thank you so much for asking. I do. Um, I often, to my email list, will do a free three-hour workshop on some aspect of creativity. And I just started a brand-new Facebook group called The Sisterhood of Unstoppable Artists and Creatives. And I'll be sharing a lot more of these, too. It's growing like hotcakes. I'm super, super excited. Women are bringing their friends. And I will be doing Facebook Lives periodically where I'm sharing some of these tools in that group as well. So that's an easy way to get connected and see what I'm up to. Say it one more time. Sisterhood what? Sisterhood of Unstoppable Artists and Creatives. I know it's long. So I think the the Facebook URL is just um, facebook.com forward slash unstoppable artists with an S on the end. So now you, the artist doesn't have to be no the one an artist. Okay. <laughs> Not at all. This is it's designed for women who want to connect to their creativity. And I have I... people who are gardeners and people who love to cook. <laughs> And I have people who love to quilt and knit, and I have people who love to draw, and I have people who love to dance or speak or coach. So it's, um, we're just I love to sing. Beautiful. Perfect. Lucky Mm -hmm. you. I wish I could sing. (laughs) Not one of my talents in this lifetime. (laughs) Well, I've long given up the solo role, um, but I still love being part of a choir. It's it's really something I reconnected with after my divorce. It's it's oh, like you're painting to me. Mm-hmm. Very much. I have a friend here in Santa Barbara, <clears throat> excuse me, who recently went through a divorce, and mm-hmm. she wanted to reconnect to the music lover. So she's taking rock rock and roll drum lessons, and she oh, shared a video cool. of her playing in a band, playing drum kit in a band, and you know, and she's in her sixties. And I'm like, how magical is this? the way yeah. that we can use creative expression to uh-huh. reclaim parts of self. Yeah, yeah. That we just, uh, just a little side story here. <laughs> we just sang I with a large, it's a Christian performance at the Meyerson in Dallas. Mm, and they oh, have so like beautiful. 20 different uh, choirs. And it was really a beautiful um 
evening. Uh, so our choir just went over and participated in that, which they have like every other, every two years. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So yeah, it's it was magical to be part of those festivals, isn't it? Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. 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 And I, so you bring up a really good point about, the magic of creating in community and it can Mm. be really hard to get started home alone. So I highly encourage women to either find a creativity coach like me or to find a local workshop. There are so many women in different communities teaching all kinds of creative workshops from Mm -hmm. making clay to planting succulents to people are bringing embroidery back or hand lettering. Like there's so many fun ways to find connection to creative outlets. And I highly recommend doing it in person with a community of women because it's so loving and supportive. And I know you wanted me to talk about self-care and that to me is where it really becomes a form of radical self-care. When we give ourselves permission to invest in a class, a workshop, or some one-on-one coaching to reconnect to our creativity. Because if we're left at home by ourselves to our own devices, it's so easy to just stay stuck where we are and think we're not worthy and deserving. And so if you Mm -hmm. can find communities to play with, it's Mm -hmm. so powerful. So seek out communities to play with because communities will help you heal faster as you're on this journey to really coming back through whatever grief or transition you're experiencing. Oh, I so agree. I so agree. It just gets you off your, it's fun to get in those groups and laugh at, you know, the mm-hmm. maybe the Ourself. silly things that you do or you discover mm-hmm. you're not um, uh artist. I went to welding class in uh, oh, cool. Taos, Taos, New Mexico. Uh, one summer, it was just a short week, but I discovered I am not a welder, but um, I <laughs> but walked away with a pitiful box, go, but right? I'm so proud of that box, <laughs> mm. and I show yeah. it to every welder that comes to my oh. house. Oh, that's fun. It's yeah. fun. I've never tried welding. My my, I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, and my mm grandfather and my father owned a company that manufactured carnival rides, the merry-go-round, mini kitty rides and Ferris wheels and that kind of thing. And so their, their welding was all around me, but my favorite summer job one summer was I got to paint merry-go-round horses. So I wasn't interested in the welding, but it was really fun painting and decorating merry-go-round horses. Oh, I bet it would be for you. I know. And wasn't that fun to, Use all the colors. Um, those are so colorful. Mm-hmm. They're they so are. much fun to look at. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, I like that. <laughs> it was. It was. Uh, it was a fun. A fun childhood to be able to go to the shop and try out new rides, and you know, it was a. It was an interesting, interesting time in our lives. Um, that I'm sure sparked, you know, the creativity in me. Both my parents were very, very creative uh, in uh, different ways, but but very, very, in fact, my whole family on both uh, sides. There's a lot of creativity in our family. And, and, and I love how it was channeled very differently in every direction, right? There were no two people doing the same thing. And mm-hmm. one of the, the last suggestion for creative play that I have is to Ooh. think back Think back to what brought you deep joy as a child. 
because oh, yeah. we get busy, we raise our kids. You know, someone in my Facebook group just yesterday, she said, I love to paint. I've been raising my twins for the last eight years, and I put all my painting aside, and I'm so ready to bring it back out. So what is something that you used to love to do as a child or a teen or a young adult that you haven't given yourself permission to do because you've been so focused on taking care of everyone else, you Mm -hmm. haven't been taking care of your own needs? It could be skipping or jump rope, building Mm -hmm. forts, sidewalk chalk, playing in sprinklers, mud pies. You know, uh, walking in nature, climbing trees, you know, think about what were those things that brought you joy? I have a client who's an attorney and we're doing some work around her creative writing and her creative life. And she wanted to be a ballerina and her, she was a, um, her parents were immigrants and so very hard work ethic. And they thought that something like ballet or voice or choir was a waste of time. And so Mm -hmm. she's tamped all of that down. So at 40, she's taking ballet classes and Ah. finding the joy and movement in her body. So radical self-care, my friends, Mm -hmm. is connecting Mm -hmm. to what really makes us happy. Mm -hmm. It's also working well for her as as the aging process continues. We can't stop it. We need to get yeah. more agile and more, you know, I had to bend over yeah. and put air in my tires the other day. That was a challenge. But, mm-hmm. you know, the, and so anyway, it's just little things like that we, we need to do. Just not ever heal the inner spirit, but keep yeah. our keep our body working. And our I mind. Like learning, learning something new keeps our minds limber. Oh, Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we, we mm-hmm. need our we need to remember that our minds are very elastic and that the more that we use them and learn new things. I'm a big fan of, of uh word puzzles and mm-hmm. crosswords and things like that that stretch my brain. You know, mm-hmm. silly word games because we need to keep our, our minds um we just need to remember that we never stop learning. Never stop learning. Like always be pursuing something new. It not only brings you joy, but it's really great for your brain. They say it's part of what uh, delays onset of Parkinson's or Alzheimer's or dementia is yes. to just be in that playful, physical and creative space of learning new things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So much we, we forget or contribute to our overall health. Yes. Like that. And, and accepting the, the the word play. Sometimes yes, we as that, adults that we not, don't play. It's not selfish. Yeah. 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 It's not childish. It's not selfish. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. So why is it you decided to do the Facebook group to expand the creativity or what was your real uh, focus in creating that? Um, there's a couple of different reasons. So one, it's a, it's core to my marketing strategy. It's what going yes. forward is the Facebook group. So that's the sort of tactical reason, but I could have created a variety of different types of Facebook groups. But this Facebook group is all about me calling in my sisters and having people to play with. I work from home. I'm alone most of the time. My husband and daughter are both, you know, out working and at school, and mm-hmm. I need people to play with. I find I get so inspired by <laughs> others and what they're up to, 
And then Mm -hmm. the final thing is that, you know, it truly is um, on my heart and my calling to show up in support of other women in helping them to see their creative potential and their creative genius and really own their artistry. And I can't do that just from home or in my small town where I live. So a Facebook group feels like um, an amazing way for me to be able to receive, you know, love and support and to show up in love and support to others. Yes, yes. Now, I know in my work, I've done um, and love doing um, vision board workshops. Mm -hmm. Do you do that? Mm -hmm. I mean, it's so creative. It's all about creative. You probably don't use that form. But that's the form that I've used for connecting people with their creative side. I love vision boards. Um, Uh I do one every year. So I love Mm -hmm. creating vision boards. I don't so because I've learned some of these fun things, the soul collage and the journey circles, yeah. I have a different approach mm-hmm. to how I use collage. And the thing for me about vision boards, if I were going to encourage other people to create a vision board or to host a vision board workshop or party, which is great. It's so much mm-hmm. fun just get a group of girlfriends over and have a vision board party, is mm-hmm. to not use any words because words keep us in our head and they limit actually the energy and intentionality of a vision board. So when I talk about Ah. creating vision boards, they should be Mm -hmm. visual because it offers um, a broader expansion of what it is that we want and Mm -hmm. to not limit ourselves to anything specific, but to be very expansive in this is the energy of what I'm calling in for myself. And Mm -hmm. so I would not put words on the vision board. At all. Ah, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Or there's, yeah. you know, one word, like, a, you know, it's, I love having a word of the year, or, you know, a focus or intention word of the year mm-hmm. might mm-hmm. be love or courage or, you know, joy. Focus was mine last year. And so just having one word on there that then the images resonate with that word. And so what happens is that if we rely on words, we actually Mm -hmm. don't tap into our hearts as deeply. Oh, that's so interesting. So interesting. Okay. Would you share with us your website and your Facebook information again? Sure. I'd be happy to. Thank you. So my website is minetteriordan.com, M-I-N-E. T-T-E-R-I-O-R-D as in dog, A-N, MinetteRiordan.com. And the Facebook group where I freely invite you to come and play, especially if you don't think you're creative, come on over and I will remind you, is the (laughs) Sisterhood of Unstoppable Artists and Creatives. The Sisterhood, if you just put in Sisterhood of Unstoppable Artists, you'll find us. And um, I just started it last week, Joyce, and I have over oh. 200 people in there already. <gasps> That's awesome. You know, people love, yeah. women love sisterhood things. I think they it's do. very wise of you to use that word because we do love community. We really do. Yes. Now, and you have an offer. Of I believe that you are offering, in addition to the Sisterhood uh, Facebook group, you uh, you talk about a video series called Ignite Your Inner Fire. What's that? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for reminding me. So 
I created a five-part video series called Ignite Your Creative Fire. It's a free video series on my website. I'm sure Joyce is going to have it in the show notes, but it's my website, <laughs> com forward slash gift. Super easy, com forward slash gift. And it's a, a five-part video series where I walk you through in depth, some of these things that we talked about today, different forms of creative play, and how to really start creating some goals around your creative expression and why it matters. So each video is about 20 minutes long. You have instant access to them. Um, It's playful. It's fun. And I think if you're called at all to needing more creativity and more self-care in your life, that you'll get a lot out of the videos. Wonderful. Well, we have come to the end of this hour, and I just hate to turn loose of you, Minette. <laughs> as, as a Texas sister relocated, but uh, but anyway, it has been such a pleasure to have you on Second Wind today. Uh, you've given us great information, and I really appreciate that you've taken the time to explain them to us so that we can walk away with something and go home and try it that afternoon. So thank you. You're very welcome. Thank you so much for having me. I'm um, honored to have had the opportunity to share my passion with you and your listeners. Uh, well, you'll be seeing me again because I'm going to go to the sisterhood. I want Yay. to be in that sisterhood. Wonderful. So thank you very much. I know that you listeners out there have really enjoyed listening to Mignette today. She has shared some great information with us. I hope you'll pursue the sisterhood with Mignette and on Facebook Lives. And also, I'm going to encourage you also to be on my webinar or um, masterclass. It's going to be on the 23rd. Go to JoyceBufordEmpowers.com, leave your name there, and then you will be getting the invitation to join us. Thank you for being here today. I hope you have a great week. Till next week. Joyce Buford returns next week at the same time for another edition of Second Wind. Through the Joyce Buford Empowerment System, women are receiving the support they need through their transitions and are able to reclaim their true purpose with confidence. They receive the tools they need to map out new lives. You can find out more about her coaching services at JoyceBufordEmpowers.com.